Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another awesome week of Nitty's Not Crazy. As you can see, my voice has left me. Uh, it's been gone for about a week or so. Had a super lit holiday. I hope everybody else had a great 4th of July. I am here today with two very awesome people that have come into my lives recently, and I just can't live life without them anymore. Hey, Welcome, yeah. Nikki and Ross. How's it going? This is very exciting to have you guys on the show. Uh, and we also have a call-in today from a Quentin Miller. If you don't know who Quentin Miller is, I'm not going to tell you yet, because you just got to wait and find out how dope he is and how like freakishly connected he is into the world of music and entertainment great people great things everybody's amazing today we're going to talk about a number of things including the unicorn gospel which always makes me extremely mm-hmm. excited to go into what do you guys to that. yeah i'm, I'm excited really i was listening to, to last week's unicorn gospel i just i feel like i had I had so much to say, but I just had to listen to it. I feel like Nikki it's might like be choosing the scripture because she came in like, it's not bad, yeah. have we done Unicorn Gospel? Are you doing it this week? Yes, most definitely. I would love to take a look at some some verses. and Yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to look at a lot of verses. I'm like so freaking sick. It's ridiculous. My throat is itching. Everything is like You know it. what? I'm not surprised after last week's. Taco Tuesday party. Also, 4th of July. Yeah. Coinciding on the same day, that's a dangerous combination. It was, but it was an extreme, like, Grizz was definitely oh someone God. to remember yeah. during... Great dancing. Amazing dancing. That's I was very Chris. surprised at how cool he could get down. You know, like, I was wishing I had the, the nuts to do what he was doing. <laughs> can I say nuts? I think you can. <laughs> well, I'm going to say nuts. I'll probably say it a few more times today. It was nuts. The whole party was They nuts. also had a great listening party, I mean, really, this last weekend. Yes. The also, yes, the Bomb Boy Boys, if you, if you guys don't remember, they came on the show two weeks ago to promote their Sapphire Theory, and they had the listening party, and I came straight from work, and I'm going to tell you now, I hardly remember my presence. We had such a good time. <laughs> we were there for quite some time, and they played the EP and got some really good feedback, and um, just a lot of really cool people came and supported, and yeah. we were really excited to be there for them. Yeah. yeah. Their, their goal was definitely to not have some of the parties of the past, because I remember they told me about when they live in Pilsen, things would just get out of control. I wish it was. Well, I guess for me it was like that, because I was well, pretty. I haven't, I haven't seen that side of it, because I wasn't at those, but I'm glad that it was under control, and it wasn't, you know, like the harshers they were telling me. But they, they were saying they were happy that it was a tight-knit group of people, like just the core people who support Bombay Boys, which is good. Yeah. It was so, it was so friendly. It was and so I'm, you know what made me sad, though? I missed the freaking Bombay. That yeah, stressed me out. I walked in like, where's the Bombay? But at work, I went ahead and got Did you see got... all the Bombay bottles lining the hallways? Yes, I did. Oh, we took God. all of their leftover Bombay bottles, and we filled them with um, glow sticks so that they would be... And that's yeah. why, like, I really like you. These guys are so, like, festival-like yeah. and so creative. Anything you do, like, I swear our kids are going to have, like, the best parties ever because <laughs> you're going to utilize everything in the apartment and be like, well, we can use this it, for glow sticks. It was also, like, a security hazard. Like, I came in with them, like, early and closed the door behind us, and it's just instant darkness. I'm like, this is not a good way to come in. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm about to get something's about to happen light, which I thought was also really cool, having that nice blue light in the hallway was yeah. a really it nice It really touch. was a good Let you know about the sapphire. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> but I definitely do want to get started with some music. And the first song that I'm going to play is a song that's made by Ross. Uh, Rosar is what he goes by on yeah, SoundCloud. And I met him and he was like, yeah, I make, I make beats. And I was like, whatever. And he comes and shows me these beats and they're like hot. Like hot beats. So, so this is called the Song of Storms, and this is yeah. like one of your originals, right? Yeah, this was one of the first uh, like video game remixes I made because I, I feel like that's a great way to start making music if you want to get into it. Just like find your roots, find like stuff that resonated with you in the past, mm-hmm. and then just like turn it into something new. Like Song of Storms from the Legend of Zelda, I know it's kind of popping right now because the Switch just came out. There's the new Zelda game, which is like hugely popular, so it's, I feel like it's a great time for it. And I used to play Zelda, yeah. and I could never get out of the village, so I never you know really what? discovered anything more than the village. Class. I played the new one a little bit too, actually. Which is but good we game. will definitely get into talking more yeah. about Zelda after we listen to Song of Storms right here on Nitty's Knocker. <laughs> literally an amazing song that is definitely one of my favorite songs this song makes me feel it certainly has a really catchy element to it i will say that much yes it does it's and very dancey and yeah. just makes me really happy whenever i listen to it and there's, there's also something about the drop which is like i don't know it's it's like the specific frequency is or something but either way you can just feel it even in with like tiny little headphones you can feel it like through your body this, so tell me more about why you made the song. We, we were talking about it, like the Zelda thing. I love Zelda, like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I didn't. I never got out of the main room of Zelda ever. Like, I didn't know how to get out of the village, so mm. I would just like play in the village. So what's the what's the idea behind this song? So there's a, there's a lot of reasons why I I got to that song and made that. Um, one of them is that when you're learning something new. Mm-hmm music production especially you want to just knock out music as fast as you can you don't want to dwell over stuff so I found that the best way I can make music quickly is to make remixes of things that I have experienced in my past especially video game music because you can find a lot of MIDI files for video game music online 
But funny story, actually, for this one in particular, I've been able to play that on the piano for a long time. Really? So I didn't use MIDI files for that one. I just kind of played the tune, took the um, the left hand on the piano, which is typically like the bass chord or the lower lower end lower frequency chords, and I created like a kind of a chord progression from that. I took the melody, which is like the would you be playing on the right hand, like the top melody, and I created the the top melodies from the song. So I kind of made it organically with a little inspiration from the original song. And that's, I mean, the reason I did it is because I knew a lot about the melody arrangement from learning to play on the piano. And the melody and the chord structure of a song, in my opinion, other than the drum programming, is like the root of it. Like, if you have a good melody and a good chord progression, it can be a fantastic song. If you have a weird one that is kind of switching between keys, you can hear it in your ear. Um, and there's also just something really cool about hearing a song that you remember from your childhood or from years ago. Like you have all these great experiences about it. Uh, you know, maybe growing up playing that game with other people, um, and it just makes you happy listening to it. So there's a lot of reasons. Well, for it, it definitely made me happy. I love the song. I literally sit at home, and it's like one of those songs that you watch movies and you're just like walking in like the dark, like pondering really hardly. It's one of those, like, slow-motion scenes in a movie where you just, like, walk in and the lights, everything's just, like, oh, my God, I can't even really describe it, but I literally feel like I'm in a movie getting ready to either go, like, whoop somebody's butt or, like... It's a, it's, it's definitely, like, a very suspenseful Or going into a drug deal, like, a big drug deal, like, <laughs> with the huge cartel. Okay, I've been watching Power lately. Power's a really great show. Everybody should watch it. But that, like, if you guys watch an episode of that, you would understand why that song makes sense to the show. They should put that song, actually, as a part of the soundtrack. That's it's how good them. it is. But, update, update, update. That's about me. Today is 7-Eleven. You know what that means. Oh, yes, it is. It is free Slurpee Day. Oh. Recall that. <laughs> it is free freaking Slurpee Day. Go the best it. day Slurpee. ever. It's also Taco Photo Day. Woo! And oh, yeah. I'm excited for Taco Tuesday on top of tacos. Taco Photo. We're going to be eating lots of tacos, taking photos. Professional headshots are available if you want to get those, or if you want to just use our props and take photos with like the fun props we buy, you can do that. And and we got games. We got Twister, oh, yeah. we got Jenga, the big Jenga, too. I'm pretty excited. Life size Jenga. Life size Jenga. I like oh, that. that. And and they do say imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So I, I appreciate you uh, borrowing our Taco Tuesday tradition this week. Oh. No, <laughs> it's all good. Whatever, man. That's Look, like it's all good. Oh. Next week, tacos are next good. Next week, we're going right back to our place, and it's going to be a bash. But this is going to yes. be m- even more lit than a, a, an average Taco Tuesday. Taco so Tuesday. if you are planning on going, you definitely should. Show yeah, up. and if you want to come and get headshots dressed nicely, you know? Yeah. This is a way for you to get a headshot included with your entry as well as unlimited jerk tacos, you know? So, And they have $6 vodka, apple vodka specials. Mm. So um, I'm, I might have one too many. I'm not sure yet, but I do need... turn up on this topic. I do need everybody to, to have my back so that I won't, like fall over which i usually do when i'm wasted <laughs> we got you we got you, yeah, we you, got you. don't worry about that so maybe during uh, twister yeah okay, i plan on rocking that twister board showing everyone how it's done no twister is like the win all of all games in my opinion because it, it forces you to love on somebody it forces you to network with somebody because you're getting close you know like 
you're tangling with people you don't really know. I mean, mm-hmm. usually you know the people, but the point of this is like, all right, you, you might bump and bump booties with somebody. Bump a little booty. <laughs> you yeah. might bump booties. So, I read this so thing. Okay, I, okay. I like to talk about Twitter. I like to talk about the things that I find that's very entertaining on the internet, right? So it's this thing, and it's like, what's that one question you get every time you introduce yourself? Do you guys have one? Yeah, I do. Okay, what's yours? They're always like, Ross from Friends, and I'm like, yeah, that, that Ross. It's not Ross. It's, <laughs> it's Ross from Friends. So I just accept it at this point. You know, and If it helps them remember it, good for them. Yeah, and then it's this one that says, what's your name? Sydney. Cindy or, like, Australia? Australia. You know, like, do you have one, Nikki? Um... I mean, when I, know I one, explain I Graham, like if I explain my last name Graham, I say it's like Graham, like the cracker. That's so probably. you say that, or do they say that? I will say that usually. Just so you give yourself that question. Yeah, you yeah. like you stop them before they even get yeah, there. Yeah, I try not to allow any misconception there, but um, yeah. Sometimes they're like. 1K or a CK? Yeah, with Nikki. If yeah. I introduce myself as Nikki and they're wondering how to spell it, they always say 1K or 2Ks. The one that I get is, hi, I'm Serenity. And they're, Serenity, is that your real name? Yeah, it's my real name, like, on your ID, government. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's my government name. Nobody, <laughs> I'm coughing. Nobody forced me to get that name. And it's my freaking name. It's on the thing. Are you sure it's not something else? No. Do you want to see my ID? It doesn't matter. It's like, this is what I want to be called. I'm introducing you. I'm introducing myself as this name. Like... Then I tell him, I was like, you can just call me a unicorn. Yeah, I like you. It's a good name. (laughs) (laughs) I have like a fair... Like, there's not too many people with the name Ross, but for some reason, whenever I find someone with the name Ross, like, I always feel like, oh, it's like my identity... Which is a good thing about Serenity. You're almost never going to run into someone's name Serenity. You're always going to be unique and special, like yeah. a unicorn. Yeah, I know a lot of. Like a unicorn. I know a lot of younger people who are having that name. Like people are like, "Oh, I named my well, daughter Serenity." You'll be the leader of all. Yeah, that's what I'm like, like Serenity. Come they must be awesome. You know, make sure their favorite color is pink. You know, tell them the way to be a Serenity, oh, yeah. right? Tell them how to be a Nikki. Tell them how to be a Ross. You know, this is how you. It. What's the song? This is how you, you do, do it. it. This is how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> that should, play that. that should, should play. be like a TED Talks introduction type of thing. Like, this we'll is how you do it. I have not watched a TED Talk. It could be a nice a little like sound clip like, this is how you do it. And just, you know, when you're explaining something, just press the button. Boom. Yeah. No, oh, that's example. actually cool. I might have to add that to my sound kit. Only, the only thing that I have on my sound kit, guys is the unicorn gospel sound because well it's a good sound i was i, I was to like i week, have to have a unicorn gospel sound but before we go into a unicorn gospel sound i would like to play another rosar song and you just yeah. released this one a few day like a week ago you released it the day before the yeah. fourth is it supersonic yes yeah. it oh, is. another one of my favorites so let's go ahead and give supersonic a this listen a right song. here on nitty stalker
My phone and everything else just malfunctioned at the same time. Did you hear that? It was a big party. But we were being told when I was switching over sounds that Supersonic is a breakthrough song. What what do you mean by that? So, like, with any craft, you kind of go in spurts. Like, you kind of bang your head against the wall for a while. Then eventually, like, you have a hot moment, you know? And for me, I had a hot moment with the drum programming. Drum programming is always something that's been kind of mysterious to me. Um, I mean, I get the basic concepts of, you know, kick snare. Mm -hmm. You kind of want to keep it interesting, not too repetitive, but there's and different drum. Lots of layers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of layers, but a lot lot of drums is based on your genre. So certain genres, you expect certain grooves from the drum programming. But one of the breakthroughs I had was... um, I was watching this this tutorial with this guy talking about how he's he builds his drums by having all the elements talk to each other. And I was thinking about it and I was like it makes a lot of sense cuz you know everything in the, when you're creating a groove there's a lot of call and response type elements. So like you hear the kick and you're kind of waiting for that snare to hit. So it's like it goes together like yeah. like you know, like peanut butter and, and jelly. That, yeah, exactly. And that's obvious. <laughs> but like for me, it was always confusing. Like, how do I fit the toms in? How do I fit the shakers in? How do I fit all these elements in and make them sound right? And it, it's that. It's like call and response, and every everything, every element needs their own time to speak. So, say you have two toms that hit between the kick and the snare. Um, that's that's a great way to do it. I mean, you kind of have to hear it and make sure nothing else is hitting at the same time. Like. Um, but th- that's basically the premise. I mean, you kind of want everything to have its own time to talk. So you can have your kick and your snare. Then you look at your white space and you figure out, okay, what can I fit in here that that kind of adds to the groove? And then once I, f- I kind of defined the groove, then I went back through all my sounds and I took my melodies and I found percussive elements that were in key with what I was already working with and I replaced them. So now I have a groove, and also my percussion is in key. Because, you know, drums, kick snares, that stuff, it's, it's definitely not as harmonic as the melody and the chords, but there are still harmonic elements in it. And so you got to be mindful of that, or else you kind of, like, hear it. So, you know. That's what makes music yeah. so cool. It's like storytelling with sounds. You know, some mm-hmm. people do spoken words, some people sing, some people rap, and then you got your producers who really give the backbone to anything. So we appreciate you guys. It's tough work, but you know what? It's, you make a lot of garbage, but eventually you make something that sounds actually somewhat good. Betty, and Betty, true, and I have not heard any garbage from you, so I'm glad that you don't put any garbage into the world. We don't need any more garbage. All right, good. So, I think that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I kind of said garbage. 
I do. I do, yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to scrap something. You work on something for a while and you scrap it. But that's the headbanging process. And then eventually you. So, guys, it is about that time where we go into my favorite time of the day. And it is now time for the unicorn gospel. I'm so okay? excited. So this week's scripture, this is great. Jeremiah 17.10 says, But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. So. That's deep. So in the way and the word of the pixie, pixie queen, the unicorn, does that make sense? The pixie queen, the unicorn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. I think you're a pixie queen. Yeah, aka. Well, I mean, she could be the queen of the pixies and still be a unicorn. So oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you got it. See, we're getting Just somewhere. Just like the, the, you're the unicorn leading all the little serenities who are the little pixies. You know. Look at this. Look, it's we're, all, it's all we're making together. moves. We're putting this all together. It all really but makes sense. What it. this means, the first, the first line we're gonna says. We're going to go through it again, for sure. The first line says, but I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. That means that the, the Lord, that God, that the universe, the positivity is searching the hearts of the good, the bad, the evil mm-hmm. of everything. And they can find the hearts of those who are pure. So if you have secret motives, that means that your heart is impure. That means that it's not full of pixie dust. That means that Mm -hmm. you are not living the way of the unicorn. You know, you have to live peacefully. You have to live happily. You can't let things distract you and destroy you and and take you away from what you're meant to be, right? Which is somebody who brings joy into a room, who brings happiness into a room. So he searches all hearts and examines secret motives. Now, when he searches your heart, you'll get your reward. And a due reward, according to the actions desired, either your reward will be, like me, you'd be able to be queen of the pixies. You know, yeah. which oh. is, you know, I actually have or, a lot of thoughts about this one. Or, if you're not, that means that you hang out with, remember the last unicorn gospel of haters, no hating, haters, no hating, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you throw that pixie dust on them and they disappear? That's what you would get. You would disappear into the world of no. Oh, sorry. Somebody died. Yeah. My phone died in the office. But anyway, we're going to continue talking about the unicorn gospel because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing right now, right? So this quote really reminds me of like, in this one book I read, or read, I reread it. So I'm going to say I still read it, but it's called Seven Habits. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot about the character ethic. So, and what the character ethic is about is it's not about your personality or the way you act but it's a principled centered approach to life yeah. okay. so like if you well. are if you have principles that are focused around you know kindness and fairness and being good to other people and paying it forward which is what i see a lot what i what i kind of sense is being discussed in this this um, unicorn quote here like it's not going to like that that's going to show like you can only just like you can only be you know be trying to cheat people for so long people are going to find out like uh-huh. if you're a good person like good things are going to come back to you right and if your like, heart is that's pure. what it's all about yep it's about being pure and full of pics like guys really unicorns are the way and this this verse okay to break it down it just means 
that the positive energy will search the hearts of more positivity and they will examine for things that are not of good faith. And that means that if anything is found not of good faith, you will be rewarded in a way Mm -hmm. that shows that you aren't of good faith. And if you are of good faith, then you will be rewarded to be queen of the pixies, king of the pixies. And you will be the master unicorn and you will understand the way of the unicorn. Yeah. Like if your friends are having an event for some sort of art or project they're working on, like just go out and support them. Like don't don't worry about how it's going to help you, you know? Just support your friends cuz that's that's what you should do as a friend. That is key. But you know what? The underlying, <laughs> you know what's going to happen, the cause effect when you hold an event, they're going to come for you because they're your friends. And you know, you know I mean? why? Ross? Why is that? Because you know the way of unicorn. You don't even need the unicorn bite. See, there's the thing. There's this thing. Just like they put like the holy oil on you in church. You just need a unicorn bite to get you into all things positive. You know, you need the unicorn bite, but you don't need it. It's already in you, man. It's already in you, and it's in you, Nikki, with all this glitter and all of your festival greatness. But we're going to go ahead and get into another song today, and it is by my friend Drez. He is a musician. Oh, my God, I'm coughing all over the place because I'm so excited to play Drez's song. I'm so excited to play some water out here? Yeah, I don't have a butler today. Sorry, guys. It's... He's invisible. He's off, off today. But we are going to play a song by Dress. I met him when I did a launch party last year in Milwaukee for a friend of mine by the name of Flo. He's a very creative person, has his own gallery and everything. And Dress is an artist who always sends me music. And I finally have time and space in the show to play his amazing music. So let's go ahead and take a listen to Numbers Going Up by Dress right here on Nitty Snacker. All my numbers going up, yeah. All my numbers going up, yeah. All my numbers going up, yeah. All my numbers going up. I'm rolling up, I'm rolling up, I'm blowing up, I'm stuck. I'm cold as fuck, dope as fuck. All my numbers going up, I'm rolling up, I'm rolling up, I'm blowing up, I'm stuck. I'm cold as All my numbers going up. I got what you want. I'm rolling up, I'm rolling up, I'm pulling up, I'm stuck. I'm cold as fuck, dope 
numbers. All my numbers going up. I'm rolling up. I'm rolling up. I'm blowing up. I'm fine. All my numbers going up. I got what you want. I got what you need. I got what you want. I'm still going in for the summer. I'm hitting the law, going dumber and dumber. I'm running this shit. I should run with a plumber. I'm missing the in the whip with the drink. And I swear that my body feels dumber and dumber. Yeah. I'm wavy as with the pressure I'm under. Urban and arrogant. My run like Maryland. Cocky as fuck. Cause it's all about me. I'm cocky as fuck. Cause the urban and arrogant legend or God is all I will be. I'm slaying them shows and I'm killing them photo shoots. The n can hate, but they know the truth. Cause they know that I'm great. I can show and prove. And I don't give a fuck. I know I'm rude. Go here, go here, go here. Yeah, I'm getting my Vegeta on. I knock it, knock it out the park, I get my Derek Cheetah on, I mix that white, mix that brown, I get my jungle fever on, I put on my cologne, then I'm putting my Adidas on, I'm rolling up, I'm rolling up, I'm pulling up, I'm stuck, I'm cold as fuck, dope as fuck, all my numbers going up, I'm rolling up, I'm rolling up, I'm pulling up, I'm stuck, I'm cold as fuck, dope as fuck, all my numbers going up, I got what you want, I got what you need, yeah, I got what you want, Andres, I'm Dres. pretty sure it's the same. Thank you. Like, good share, Dries. That was there. great. Yeah. Like, like, every time, like, you have great music. Well, even when I met him and he was performing, I instantly was captivated. Like, wow, like, your performance element is so dynamic. Like, I would go to a concert that he was performing at or something. Because there's definitely good energy. That's yeah, I sweat it. I was like, dancing I could, to his music. I, you could, know? I would, I've I definitely danced that. That's a really well-produced song. Yeah, and if you guys really want to know more about him, you can listen to that song on Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal. Um, it's definitely published out there, and you can follow him on Twitter at that dude Drez, T-H-A-T-D-U-D-E-D-R-E-S. Man, that was a great freaking song. I do. I like all my music. numbers go. Ah! <laughs> it's something we can all relate to. We all, we all have that number. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, that's, be that's it very likes or 
follows or whatever we're all trying to make them go up you know we are trying to make them go up but sometimes i was listening to the song um want to be cool by um surf i mean no it was donnie trump and the social experiment which is chance donnie trumpet and um big sean was on it and somebody else was on it but the song is literally saying like I don't want to be cool, you know, like, oh, I'm going to post this anyway because I like it. Let me go ahead and post it. If you like it, cool. If you don't, whatever. You know, I'm doing this because of my enjoyment, my pure enjoyment. And I was just like, it's a very good message to oh, yeah. put out because the more you just continue to rock with it yourself, it won't matter, you know, totally. who's liking it. And you'll get them regardless because right. you're right. so true and so original. Yeah, that's being real. For sure. And your numbers going up from being that way. Shouts out to Dre's for being so freaking cool. Like, sheesh, that was. How does the song make you feel listening to it? I felt, I felt the energy. Like, I, I feel like I could. I felt good. Yeah, I feel like I could dance to that. I feel how, like it's something. How, you how could, would you dance? What dance move? Can okay, name a dance move. So that you would do to that song. When I'm turning up, like. To eleven at festivals, I will start shuffling, and that's so like no. <laughs> I will start shuffling. That's like what I do, and I'm like really turn up. And I felt like that song has like this kind of like energy building element to it, so I could totally see that in some sort of remix where it's like you hear the chorus and it builds up, or my numbers going up, you know, up, 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 up until like some sort of crazy drop, and like I could just totally see that happening. That's the remix, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it has some like really good like energy <clears throat> generating elements to it, and. Like it's as a standalone song, it's solid, but I, I feel like it could be more than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I get some people borrowing it for to improve their own stuff. I know? would do the um, the flex dance. It was like this when you just like yeah, you wake up in the morning first, you thank God, then you flex. You know, I would do the flex dance to that song because it's just yeah, all my numbers going. I can see uh, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, just flex. To, that's what I would do. Just like jump on the beat. I feel that. What would you do? Um, I'm probably up there with my arms. Somewhere um, in the air. Bouncing somewhere. Yeah, I, I would definitely be jumping that and bouncing around. Well, I like that. What are you guys' favorite colors? See, this is a question I really enjoy asking people because I Color. really, really love asking people what their favorite color is because it explains so much about a person. I do. I like colorology and I love colors. It's such a like, typical question. All for the me. colors. I'm such a color person. Like, I have. My closet's in color order, and like I have a nail polish wall that's like. Yes, you do, and I love that. I love that nail wall. Um, But it looks like we have a call in. Oh. Ring, ring. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hey, it's Quinn. Hi, how are you? Am I live right now? Yes, you are. Wow. That's right. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Quinn. So, Guys, so you are on the line with Quentin Miller. Go ahead. See, what I like to do on the air, this is a bit different from your traditional radio show. I don't know if you were informed, but I'm very, very off the wall, and I love asking random things. So I would like for you to give us your best intro of who you are right now on the show. Um, I'm Quinn Miller. Uh, I'm a recording artist from Atlanta, Georgia. And... 
I make songs. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, come on, bring your unicorn out. <laughs> bring that unicorn out of you, and you you give yourself that glory. You tell us who you are and what you do. No, that's what I do. That's, Feel that's, it. That's, how'd you, that's what uh, I how'd do. you get into music? Was like, what's the backstory there? When it start? Um, I was I was homeschooled. Um, so okay. I was in the house all the time, and I figured like if I if I learned how to rap, then when I got around girls, it would make me cool. <laughs> so that's, how that's literally the reason why I started rapping. Well, good for you. Yeah. Do you write then, or are you just like really into freestyle? And you said, do I write them? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It depends. It depends on the song. Sometimes I freestyle. Sometimes I write it. It just depends on the song and my mood. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Quentin Miller has worked with a number of people, um, and he has a, a new EP called Shredded Metal, correct? No, it's Falco. Shredded Metal is. Uh, it's the like last Christmas EP. Eve. Yeah, it was the last EP that you put out, correct? Falco's the last EP I put out, yeah. Okay, well. Shredded Metal was uh, an EP that I put out on the side with Gunmetal Gray at Christmas. And you worked with Jeremiah on this album. How did you end up connecting with him? Wow. Um, I, I met Jeremiah through a producer I know named Sound. Um, like I did like a, I did the Bad Influence song, and uh, I guess Sound had played it for him in the studio, and uh, he was like, "Yo, I want to get on it," and you know, we linked from there. So yeah, shout out to Jeremiah, man. That's a Super cool dude, man. He is really cool. Super cool dude. I actually yeah. went to the same school with them. Hmm. You did, for Yeah, I went to Columbia <laughs> College, um, and I actually got to meet him when I was going there. Um, he was very, no, he's a very humble, and um, his DJ actually is someone that I know as well. And, you know, I usually stay in touch as much as I can, but he's definitely a great person to work with. It's very, um, cool that you were able to work with such an amazing artist that is very cool yeah man he's super cool man he invited me to his home uh, yeah like i got to eat uh the food that his 24-hour chef makes he has a 24-hour <laughs> chef he was whipping up at like 4 a.m oh my god damn bro that's lit man that's lit like yo i have the munchies very cool i got the munchies let me get a full course meal and get like a do you right right and he, tacos, and he right? does it he whips it that's up like man I'm... shout out to jeremiah chef man for real that's very cool <laughs> now, we were talking about um one of the guests here sitting with me on the show his name's rosar and he's um a producer and we were talking okay. about um one of his original songs that was based off of zelda like off of a video game and it's called song of storms so you have okay. a story behind um falco correct um yeah and then so, you know yeah. yeah well i know it's like it has like something to do with the video game character from Star Fox. So just you know, I would love to know a little bit more of how that like correlates with your project. Well, Falco uh, originally, um, and I'm I'm working on version two, which is actually really version one. It was really based off of Shane Falco from the movie The Replacement mm -hmm. with uh, Keanu Reeves, because um, you know it was it was like a whole analogy of you know he had got you know, dropped from, like, the league or whatnot and was working a regular job, but he still had it in him to play with the pros. 
and you know eventually did it so that was the original analogy and so last year uh i had like tweeted Falco end of the year and then somebody was like oh he's talking about Falco Lombardi from Star Fox because he has metal legs and I was like <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about so it really it was a random guy on Twitter that kind of led me to that I, I, I wish I could take credit for the whole thing but he kind of pointed me out to it and I was just like wow that's, that's really dope so uh yeah it just I guess that's just how life works. That's what's <laughs> up, though. Like, everything, like, really, everything, like, connects the dots. Even if you're not really thinking about it, connecting some kind of way connects. And I'm pretty sure one of your projects is going to have something to do with unicorns. I'm almost certain. You don't have to tell me now. You maybe, don't have maybe. to tell me. I find some of the best music, like, people, they hear it, and, like, ten different interpretations come out of it because everyone connects with it in their own way. Mm -hmm. So... Yes. If you can make music that people can connect, different people can connect with in different ways, that's more power to you. Now, I do want to know, okay, because seriously, I love Usher. Okay. <laughs> I love Usher okay. with all of my heart. Like, if I could marry Usher, I would marry him over and over and over again. Like, he could divorce me, and then if he was like, come back to me, I would definitely go back to him. How was it working with Usher? Well, well I mean... Or recording, you know, like... I, you know, I started off with, uh, you know, sounds the guy I mentioned earlier that introduced me to Jeremiah. He mm -hmm. was he was signed to Usher as a producer, uh, like early on in his career, and so that's how I was going to the studio working with him. And, you know, I would meet Usher every now and then. I ended up, you know, I've, I've worked with him a couple times. He's a super cool, down to earth guy. Like, it's unfortunate that. You know, he's a, a Cavaliers fan and not a Hawks supporter. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you get why. I understand why. So. Why? You got <laughs> to tell me. I might not understand. You got to tell me why. Well, you know, he's part owner. He's a part owner of the Cavs. Oh, see, he look, that's something him. I didn't know. I only know things that have to do with, like, pixie dust and colors and the important stuff yeah, yeah. you know yeah. sports don't really i really i just learned what a triple triple double was is that right is that what okay. i say right a triple double yeah triple double yeah i just got there pretty important <laughs> i just got there so i do know that you are working with apple music on the on the curated playlist what's the uh, reason for for this collaboration Am I? I? I didn't know I was working with that music on a playlist. Well, I think we know before you know, huh? <laughs> How about I mean, those apples? I, I don't know. I would, I would love to. <laughs> well, maybe you should talk to. Speaking I know. Of which, we have an Apple executive in here, and uh, he's really Yeah, to sign like it. you like, know, we got. Uh, we got uh, what's his name? Who started Apple? Steve Jobs. <laughs> we got Steve Jobs. Steve the spirit, Jobs. The spirit of Girl. Steve Jobs. Hey, you don't know Steve Jobs? You know I do. Okay, look, let me explain what's going on at this current moment in my life. I am pretty, pretty doped up off of medicine because, I, as you can see, my voice is a bit out of there, so my mind is also a bit out of there. <laughs> But it's all in good faith because this is all about having a good time and being funny and hearing you laugh. You know, I like to hear my artists laugh. I like to hear people have a good time. It's it's more than just what you do. It's about how you feel when you're talking to the general public, you know? Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, so you sure. can judge me if you like for all of my mishaps today. It's okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm a judgy. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not going to do that. Okay, so is this, tell me if this is true or not. Have you worked with Travis Scott and Pusha T? Yes. Okay, can you tell me about that? Because I love both of these people equally. 
Um, Pastee's a great guy. Uh, like super, I don't know. I feel like I'm saying the same thing, but he's he is like he's a down to earth dude. I like to consider him a a mentor or a big brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always looked up to his work anyway. But um, you know, just getting to work with him was a good look. Uh, Travis, that was like a out of the blue, random. Just like everything in my life, uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. Why cool. everything you say, everything's just good. Repeat, give me a little bit more on that. I want the tea. You kind of stopped yourself before finishing your statement. Oh, oh, what? What you were just saying about Pusha T well, and how he's like about how, yeah, like how he's your big brother. Like I, I just want to know what caused this relationship. You know, like what? No, nah, I mean, I'm, I say I like to consider him one like. And and just like not like you know I don't want to make it seem like we like best of friends and nothing right, like that. But right. as far as I never had a I never had a mentor uh, in this in this game before. Like mm-hmm. I never had somebody that I could hit up for advice and shit. And you know I you know one thing that's come from you know my relationship with Pusha T is I I kind of got that now. Like oh, okay. somebody who's kind of been there and you know sometimes I you know just. Sometimes I randomly hit him with a question or whatnot, and you know he'll like give me his advice on it or whatnot. Like, so that's, that's kind of what I mean by it. Has it has to be pretty comforting yeah. too, though, right? You said like you've never really had that, and now you have someone who's you know has your best interest um, as far as you know you get into the next level. So that has to be comforting. I feel like this relates yeah. back to uh, what we were talking about the unicorn gospel too. Oh, bring like, it back! Bring it back! You know, because okay. in the unicorn gospel we were discussing like. Push, put out good vibes, and you'll come. They'll come back to you, like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm, honestly, I, I think there's a reason why all these really successful people are such like nice, genuine people, and it's, it's because they learn either the hard way or some way or another that you can't you can't be burning your bridges. You gotta be. You gotta send out good vibes to expand your network, because ultimately these people's careers is dependent on their network, who they know, who's listening to their music, who they're working with. And you can only yep. do that by being like a good person to the people you meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be brain brain. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, so. I don't think you know. I think pushes past that point of anything. You know, I don't, I don't think he has to do anything as far as you know making relationships or whatnot. Like he's good now. He's at a he can exactly. he's on cruise control. Exactly. That's so it's point. like for him to for him to still be you know humble and be able to open up to a new guy and give new people a shot like. That's what's up, man. Shout out to Pusha T, bro. Shout out to Pusha T. And speaking of Pusha T, um, I am very grateful that you have taken time to talk to me and all of my rambling and happy notes. But I do want to know, what what's your favorite color? You said what's wrong? Say it again. What's your favorite color? It's <laughs> uh, between uh, black and heather gray. Heather Gray, ooh. ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's such a cool color. Now I gotta, now I gotta so come up with a two-word two color. Now you need a two-word two color. Like a simple gray. Or... Yeah, you gotta have Heather Gray. <laughs> you know, and my pink on That's my... A very particular shade, right. too. Really true. And then the pink, the pink on my logo, uh, just so you guys know, it's like a custom pink. It's nitty pink. Nitty What's pink. What's the uh, RGB code I'm not telling you the RGB oh, code because it's, it's my color. The trade secret. Right there. We've got the hex. The hex pink, pink, pink is awesome, though. I'll take it's it off air. Pink is close, close third for me. Oh, see, look, we can yeah. be friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very confident in my masculinity. I, I like the color pink. It's a but good I just color. don't, you know, 
It oh, really is. Out there Who knows? Maybe one day you'll see me in all pink like Cam. No, maybe we should like hang out together and we're all pink and then just pink roll the world. pink party. You're invited. Yeah, I had a 25 <laughs> shades of pink party this year, so that's how much pink it matters. But um, I am very, very grateful. I have one more question before we play Gambles, which is the song that uh, features Pusha T, correct? Uh-huh, yeah. So I have one more uh, question. Falco. One more super. Not, not straight in the middle. Y- y'all from Falco? Yeah, from Falco. Yeah, guys, Falco, not straight right, metal. Forgive me for my, <laughs> my mis- <laughs> misinterpretation. <laughs> but the final question I have to ask, um, it's like a two-part. How do you feel about unicorns, and would you mind... Um, ex- would you accept a unicorn bite to be a part of this um, club? A unicorn bite to be a part of it doesn't hurt. The club? It doesn't hurt. I <gasps> promise, it doesn't hurt. Wait, wait, what's the wait? So what is it? What is is this a metaphor or something? Or are we talking about actual unicorn? <laughs> well, I'm an actual unicorn, so I have to ask you how you feel about unicorns. You know, unicorns. So are, you would bite me. So you, Bob, more than likely, it would be me. Yes. You know, <laughs> unicorns have a horn with magical powers, but then there's also okay. like Pegasus, like or a Pegasi, I should say, mm-hmm. and they have like wings and can fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and so yeah. that's just the world of of us, you know. And I'm wondering how you feel about them, and if you would like to join this club. I mean, it's a great club. Yeah, it's a great club. To I be mean, part. yeah. Unicorns are they're mystical. They're you know they're awesome. They're like uh, they were Mewtwo before Mewtwo came out. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rapidash is out I mean, there. I don't, know, I don't even know what are. What is the benefits of this bite? Like, do I get magic powers at that? Yes, you or? become you will be honestly, honestly, you become. Basically, the point of it is to just be a part of a, a club or a group of people that radiate happiness and joy and good vibes. Whenever they come around, you're in a good mood. You're glad to see them. You know what I'm saying? And that's oh, yeah. you know that's like the way of the unicorn. That's why my show is so bubbly and so happy and so so silly because yeah, I just love to see people laugh and have a good time. Like Turn me up on some like. Hey. Well, I don't want to name drugs. Wait, no, unicorn. I feel you. I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> unicorn bite. That shit might go crazy. See, look. I'm in the club. Lit. Yes, very lit. See, maybe I need to come down to Atlanta it's and we lit, can actually. we can go t- go have our unicorn bites and, and go clubbing, go to Magic City. I was actually just in Atlanta not too long ago and had a fabulous time. Yeah, we were there for Shaky Beats. Um, so we were at okay. Olympic Park and had a really good time. Um, saw some incredible artists and and I, I loved Atlanta. I really had a good time there. It was a really neat place. Awesome. So. I hear nothing but horror stories. Well, I'm going to tell you, know, you the Nick, truth uh, also because I am a... Was, uh, hold up. Before you uh, go into wh- horror, honey, <laughs> I'm going to tell huh? you. I'm going to tell you before you go into horror, honey, that Chicago is literally one of the best cities to do anything in right now. Of course, every city has their problem areas, period. Right. The South Side of is course, huge. But see, like, uh, like as cities, an outsider, I mean, like, you, you, need to, you know, I'm a... Uh, it's about the I'm people. a big, like, fan... I'm a big Vince Vaughn fan and stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. and Vince Vaughn, like, he's from Chicago, he's a diehard Chicago, 
what's the word for a Chica- Chicagoan? Yeah, Chicago Chicagoan. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a diehard Chicagoan, and in all his movies and stuff, like like the breakup and stuff, like he shows like the beautiful side of Chicago. And I always say to myself, like, yo, like when I go to Chicago, I want to see that side. Well, of call me like, and we will yes, go. I promise. Um, we can have a unicorn party. Yeah. Seriously, I know the world, okay? I know Chicago like the back of my hand. It's literally, I'm very yeah. blessed to be from it's Chicago. That, that's fine, Take me where Vince Vaughn goes. Wherever he goes, It's Liddy, and we're going to have all the unicorn tea and pixie dust and sticks and all that fun stuff. <laughs> and the color Heather Gray. We're going to wear Heather Gray and pink, and we're going to have a really good time. But I am so grateful for your call in today. I'm ready to play your amazing song, and I hope that we can be friends in one way or another. You seem like a really, really awesome person, very humbled person. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And until I talk to you or see you next time, peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. to hear. Here we go. Here we go. You already know. Should. Hey. Took a chance on myself. Took a chance on myself. Bet it. Bet on myself. Bet on myself. Took a chance on myself. Bet it all on myself. Hey. Bet it. Bet it. Hey. I took a risk. I took a risk. Hey. Died trying. I'ma get rich. Yeah, yeah, gotta get rich. Hey, better myself, going in all of my chips. Hey, hey, you had your chance, then you blew it. Yo, now you look like you've been through it. Had to take a shot, I had to shoot it. Yo, yo, okay. Tell the waitress, step my drink, stay my plate. I don't need any steak. What does that say? Yeah. Literally came from the bottom, dawg. I got this, dawg. Bet it all. Bet it all. Yeah. Took a chance on myself. Took a chance on myself. Bet it. Bet it on myself. Bet it on myself. Yeah. Took a chance on myself. Bet it all on myself. Hey. Bet it. Bet it. Hey. I took a risk. I took a risk. Hey. Die trying. I'ma get rich, yeah, yeah, gotta get rich, hey, better myself, going in, all of my chips. Check, I took a risk, I took a brick, took a road trip to a Motel 6, get it wholesale and I won't tell shit, rock hotels and he won't that lit, just another in the mix nigga, I'm rich nigga, figuring out as you outpo as you mix nigga, bet it all, roulette, all of my wrists nigga. Set it off like Cleo taking your bitch, nigga. Took a chance on myself, took a chance on myself. Bet it, bet it on myself, bet it on myself. Took a chance on myself, bet it all on myself. Hey, bet it, bet it. Hey, I took a risk, I took a risk. Hey, died trying. I'ma get rich, yeah, yeah, gotta get rich, hey, better myself, going in all of my chips, yeah, whoa, 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 yeah, 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 yeah,
are back. Hey. That was Quentin Miller, Pusha T, Gambles. I really like his energy. I like everything that he presented to us today on air. We laughed. We had a good conversation. It's super awesome. Seems like a cool guy. And yeah. this week's quote, I really want to be about love, you know, because love is important. Um Aww. And it's, you know, it makes the world go around. It really does. And um, it's also about people learning to love you and appreciate you and, and realize that you're an extraordinary person, you know? So this week's quote is from Oscar Wilde, and it's called, Never love anybody who treats you like you're ordinary. Nobody here is ordinary. Nobody that I speak to is ordinary. I try to connect myself with people who are about something or who intrigue me. You know, I will, you know, I have love for people in general, but to love a person and to be around, like, I really love you guys because of the energy I receive when I'm at your house and, you know, the fun things we do and the way we vibe and just have a good time. So That's it's all time. about projecting love and happiness to the next person. So, yeah, the the quote of the week is Oscar Wilde's never love anybody who treats you like you're ordinary. And, guys, I am sorry that this show is an hour short oh. this week, but it's for good reason, you know. We We're going to go eat tacos. Unlimited jerk mm. chicken tacos. Yes, I'm so excited. And Jenga, adult Jenga, Twister. Like, we literally are about to have Twister the time of our lives. Right here. So, if you guys don't have anything to do today, come on over to Baseline on 22nd in Michigan. It's called There's Taka Photos. It's on Eventbrite. It's on Do 312. Get the address. It's like 22nd, 2219 Michigan. And we are so excited to be like around so many happy people and networking and having a good time. So until I talk to you lovely people next time, remember you can submit your music at nittysnocker.com. Submit your ideas. You can be a guest on the show. I love everybody. Everybody loves the show because it makes you laugh. Even when I'm sick, I can make you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. And until we talk next time, <laughs> and I'm making myself laugh, so coffee. That was good. But until next time, guys, peace, love, and happiness. I'm out. Yay.